us about the backstories to the various diagnoses doctors make. Are doctors and other healthcare professionals ever conflicted in their quest to deliver quality healthcare? To what extent do patient complaints and situations reflect a society's values and norms? To answer all these questions and more, join me, Dr. Yao Safu, also known as the Drive Doctor, as I sit with my colleagues at Medicas Hospital in frank after-office hours conversations about our work. Hashtag Medicas Diaries. So, I, I, I got a very interesting email okay. uh, last week. Okay. And it's not something that it's not a usual occurrence. I was actually impressed mm. by the content of the email that it came from a Ghanaian because it's something that you'd expect happens outside of our jurisdiction, probably outside of the African continent. So, it was about a patient had left with me, of course, copying other relevant individuals, instructions about what should happen in the event of his death. It stated clearly what, where he wanted his body to be kept <clears throat> at the mortuary at Medicas Hospital. Because he was a regular. Um, I've been his physician for I think since 2016, thereabout. <clears throat> uh, he knew, of course, about, 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 about the pedigree of our mortuary. So he said clearly that he wants his body to be kept in our morgue and no other morgue. And he also wanted to be cremated. You know, in our culture, we don't uh, we don't usually cremate you know people, uh, so it's not it's not part of us. I found the whole thing very very um, interesting or very instructive, in the sense that we don't usually do that in our part of the world, and um, it's it happens in other jurisdictions in different forms. So I know about advanced medical directives where people leave instructions appointing another person or a group of people to take up the responsibility of making decisions regarding their health in the event they are unable to do so either because they are terribly injured unconscious or terminally ill so those are what we call advanced medical directives and then there's also the what we call the power power of attorney um, with regards to medical care it's pretty much the same thing you appoint somebody and and you that, that person takes over because you lack the necessary mental faculties to make decisions regarding your health. So with the, with the two or the advanced medical directives, what, what you, are, you are leaving instructions about what should happen. So you are healthy today and you say, okay, in the event I'm involved in an accident and 
you would have to, I'm unconscious, you have to amputate both lower limbs to save my life. Because mm. mm -mm. I don't do it. Because I don't want to wake up and then I don't have my legs. Yeah, but fine. Exactly. So I, I may leave something. If I develop chronic kidney disease or something, I, I, I and, and maybe I develop uremia and I get an encephalopathy and I'm unconscious and all of that, I don't. I don't want you to attempt dialysis and all of that if my it's chronic kidney disease because I don't have the money, you know, for long-term dialysis and there's no kidney transplant available. So those are advanced medical directives that that you leave. Of course, you can't leave instructions in our part of the world that says your doctor should kill you or anything, <laughs> right? But it doesn't happen here. 17 years, I haven't, I've never had that. I was, I was even about to say, in my two years, I've never seen it, and then you're 17. Is it 17 years? I, like, nobody's come to the hospital and say, okay, doctor, these are my advanced medical directives. Um, you know, keep it. And then, in the event of X, Y, Z, you do. So that's what I want to talk about, I want us to discuss today. And and I, I think this is good stuff for hashtag medical diaries. Um, people can listen to it on, on, on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Um, so, I think it's a very good idea. Yeah, this advanced medical directive. Well, I, I don't know what you think about it or, or the power of attorney. And I'm going to put you on the spot here. Later on, uh, uh, um, Hannah is done eating, uh, 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 finishing her lunch. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put you on the spot as well. But Kokora, let me put you on the spot. Do you have one? Actually, actually, I don't have one. <laughs> okay. I don't have one. You don't have one written. Have you ever thought about it? I I have thought about it. It's very important. I mean, as the saying goes, unim don't know what to happen to uh -huh. Anything can happen to you at any time. Like the accident you are talking about can happen. Yeah. Any time in that in that event that you are incapacitated, you won't be able to talk for yourself. Who mm -hmm. should make decisions for you? Right. Who do you think is in the best position to to work or say things on your behalf for your for your benefit or do things that you would do if you were you had the strength or the, mm -hmm. the, the voice to say it. Mm -hmm. it it's very important we put it down we don't want a situation whereby hmm, you, you go into uh, um, that situation someone takes a decision for you then you come back if you should get better in, you that's not what I wanted, <laughs> and there will be a brouhaha, a, a family dispute. And right, that. yes, you don't want that scenario. So, it's very important to you to have one jotted so, down. So, so why, why would we do it? If you think about it, it makes a lot of sense to, 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 to state these things down, get these advanced medical directives, or have a power of attorney written out, sorted out for medical care. They are good benefits yeah. because they are important decisions regarding your life. The issue of, for example, being on a ventilator. Fortunately, I have had to, or I know some individuals who were in that situation as patients, where we put them on a ventilator and they are brain dead, and, and the decision to continue. Or take them off the ventilator so that you know but who is taking those decisions so i think we all could see that 
it's good. So the question is, why don't we do it? Ah, now I can see that Hannah has finished her watching, <laughs> and, and so that she can she can talk. So Hannah, that's what we've been we've been looking at. I've I've, I've been I've been talking to Kwabna about this very um, interesting email I got from one of my patients, uh, um, detailing what ought to happen to him um, in, in the event of his death, um, body storage of his body, and, and, and things like that. But I, I wanted to, that's what drew my mind to this thing about advanced medical directives. Now that, Kwabla has been telling me how good a thing it is. But you know we don't do it. So, so why, 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 why don't we do it? Why, why, why does the Ghanaian, well you know that you see they do it, but why don't we do it? Okay, so, um, <clears throat> um, I was also thinking, um, getting such an email from a Ghanaian, it's interesting. I'm thinking then the person has a very high level of education to be able to um, bring up something like that. Okay. Um, so, so you think, you think education not, makes yes, a difference, or, or maybe this person is left outside? Yes, I'm sure. It's maybe, that, that type of experience. Yes. Because you're thinking that this is uh, unguarded. Yeah. That's how we were Oh, right, <laughs> but right. It would be a nice thing for us. So, so how? Okay, so here's his after death. So let's bring the conversation into like the anti-mortem period before you die. So we're looking at advanced medical directives, and I, I put up now on the spot. So I'm going to put you on the spot as well. Do, do you have you do you have a power of attorney for medical care, or have you ever put down any like advanced medical directives? No. But have I you ever thought about it? I'm thinking about it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, I should start. I should get one for myself. Yeah. So, so kind of why why do you think in the Ghanaian society that's it's not an it's not an in thing? Cobra, okay. you can weigh it as well. I mean, if you if you want to, but sure. it's because we don't know about it. I think most Ghanaians don't know that um, there is like something a document like the power of attorney where you can um, um, distribute your powers to. Mm. A particular person or some persons to take decision for you. What mean they don't know about it? Shouldn't it come naturally to people that if you think about it, one day you can be incapacitated. Yeah. You you can just as the second collapse. That you will faint. Mm-hmm. People people suddenly become unconscious. If but, you suddenly become unconscious, who do you want to take decisions for you? Is that is that something that's so hard? to think about do I, I i i hear you all right but i'm struggling to see why really people don't know about it should is this something that we should run a campaign about or as individuals we should just i'm thinking it should just come to you you should sit down one day and and see all the things that happen i mean we all see they're going too soon the road traffic accident uh, we, we see it unfortunately ghana's got this disastrous record for road traffic accident so honey we all know that the candle in the wind scenario about life you you just blow it out and, and then the, the, the candle that was burning with such uh, an excited flame just 
it's extinguished. I want to pick it from this angle. I think um, the perception is that people who go ahead to have an advanced um, medical directive are those that are um, quote-unquote well-to-do or in the developed country or more it will be or they have things and then they can think about that. But Ghana hires you. I mean, you are already thinking about what to eat, um, what to even do as uh, uh, employment. Nothing now, but being advanced. I mean, they don't have. I mean, what's the concern? Because me, pedemedi, I'm thinking about what to eat, um, what to do. Yes, and you are talking about advanced medical directly. And look at the they think about it hey, it's, it's, it's true anything can happen to me at any time mm. but then the burden of um, they are more pressing uh -huh, than that that's secondary and baby so let's think about the piano so I think that's the notion that most most of us so you are saying that is the fault of the politicians <laughs> That it should be the, the country you know, a, a, a proper middle income, upper upper income country. Then, yeah, the dear me, no. Then we can start exploring some of these uh, 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 concepts about about life. I think that's a very that's that's a valid point because yes. I'm sure most Ghanaians might have had the idea. Like mm. It has at one point in time crossed their minds. Maybe at one point in time, I may not be able to speak for myself. But it looks like we all concern. Most people concentrate on when I'm dead and gone. Right. So if something like that comes to mind, what comes into their mind is a will. Like after me, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. but they don't think about if I'm sick and I have to be in coma for a while. Right. That one doesn't mean you are dead. You may still come back to life. Right. Uh -huh. And someone you wouldn't want to take decisions for you will be the one who is taking decisions for you. Absolutely. You know, so Anna, you bring up a very, very important and sometimes I say a very dangerous point. If we think about it, you really, really have to be interested in that person or the people who are in a position to take decisions regarding your health. You, because you may get a condition that you you can recover from. Right, so maybe, maybe this year you get a very terrible meningitis, CSM meningitis, this time of the year in the north. So you get a bout of meningitis, for example, and your, your coma scale drops to what, six, seven? Alright, so you're not in a position to take decisions. We can't ask you any question. Even if you give us any answer, it to be gibberish. So we, we, we can't we can't we can't we can't we can't take who is going to take that those decisions for you. I have heard stories where people have used this as these scenarios as an opportunity for payback. Sadly, for payback. Because even if you don't write it, when it comes to the power of attaining thing, the, the law in itself allows for certain things to be done. So, for example, if you are married, then your spouse automatically retains certain powers. 
the power of attorney if you haven't written clearly to say that it should go to somebody else then your spouse is the one that we we as healthcare professionals will consult right yes yeah, we'll consult your spouse hmm and that's a time where as they say they're going to stick in the knife and twist it <laughs> no, not just stick it stick it in and twist so we human beings are very very complex uh, um, animals very, very complex yeah. there things i mean there's this channel i watch most of the time a ci channel crime and investigation channel and some of the stories that the you know, police detectives they, they bring like you are like it, it, it blows your mind as to the things that you the extent to which human beings can go to kill another person and you may think that it is i as a physician the stories I, I i hear in the consulting room about marriages and all of it unless i'm never going to assume that Couples that I see outside, baby smiling or holding hands, everything is. And they don't have issues. Ah! Sure! They're behind the scenes, there's what they give, the, what they project to the outside. So we see and we know a lot of these things. And that's why I cringe if you don't have advanced medical directives or you've not appointed somebody, you've not given power of attorney for medical care to another person. Because if you leave it open like that, then that responsibility may fall to a spouse. That responsibility may fall to a sibling. And I know some people who don't talk to their parents. Mm, Anna, yeah. They, they, they got two, two parents. And a child, you don't have a relationship with any of them. You are not married or something. So if something happens to you and unconscious, they are the ones that we would defer to or consult about your care. You are not on talking terms. But me as a physician, or we as healthcare, how am I going to know that you are not on talking terms with your mother? I would make that automatic as because me, I'm thinking, oh, I have this loving relationship with my mother and all of that. So you, 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 I would make that assumption. I want you to your mother. Five years, you have never spoken to her. When, when you watch movies too, when the wife wants to eliminate the husband or find a Japanese now, mm-hmm. I mean that's a perfect opportunity. Ah, I turn a lie. To make that decision for you. I turn a lie. To get all your property. Or them. Everything. <laughs> Be waiting, waiting for you to die that you brought yourself. So I'm just saying that we ought to think about that particular scenario where somebody's going to be responsible for decisions regarding your health in the event you are not able to. And that is why it becomes very, very important. Don't just assume that, oh, my brothers are there. My siblings are there. Hey, don't we hear people sending money from Germany, have hustling as buggers over there, that they should buy land for them, they should build houses for them, and then what happened to the, to the land and then their house? They chop the money. They chop the money. This same person, you want to leave your uh, uh, issues, life issues to, to them. Yes, I have a question. Um, sure. At Medicas, yeah. see that um, as part of registries, uh, registering a new client, uh-huh. 
can usually ask for the name of a next of kid yes and the contact right so i'm thinking is that not a, a, a form of the advanced medical directive we are talking about because or the power of attorney yes. that, that's more like power of attorney yes. but the advanced medical directive you have to write okay. when you are in a good state of health you, you're the one writing things down okay. you know then the power of attorney says that okay I'm just going to tell you that this man called Kwesia Funya he's the one that I want to take decisions for me in the event of so that would be probably the next of kin thing with a telephone number yeah. that'll be the next of kin thing where then so it's along those lines but it's not explicit that one is for our purposes as as a hospital to say that if, if we want to contact somebody okay. and then tell them that you are ill and you are here as to whether that person can make decisions on your behalf we are just informed. We want somebody that we can inform about your current state of affairs. That is different from that same person having decision-making powers. If you are then going to look for the, the right individuals to then to then communicate. But that that's that's not tempting because we recognize that you may be in a state where you can't talk for yourself. You, 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 you can't talk for yourself so we are this person must know and if this person knows then they may they may they may act but uh, there's a religion that allows for multiple wives Anna. and then there's even the our own African customs allows for polygamy uh-huh. so I can hear somebody listening to us on this hashtag medical diaries thing and 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 thinking uh, but doctor what if I have two wives <laughs> what, what, what if me three? is it possible they may have different interests yes. <laughs> very possible it's possible they are not Hannah any day I was, there's a concept of the senior wife, the favored wife, and so on and so forth. So, but, but that's the more reason that kind of scenario, for example, brings up the, the, the issue or the challenge, which is that you would want somebody you have to like tell us something so you've got two wives you've got three wives surely you must know who you want to be the decision maker who would want to take decisions for you but if you leave that for us as healthcare professionals and and, and Hannah you are, you are you are a prescriber so imagine you are in that situation I wouldn't know what to do you wouldn't know what to do it reminds me of a client I saw mm. at our facility weeks ago. So it was during a night shift. Right. And, um, a middle-aged woman was driving to the facility. She was having difficulty in breathing. <clears throat> so uh, after examination, you noticed that it was the pneumonia she had. So 
um, we had to start uh, management as soon as possible. So we started having on oxygen, um, did all that we were supposed to do. Now it was time to give her um, antibiotics for the infection she's having, mm. and intravenous antibiotics. And um, the relatives around, so there were four people, two males and two females. Mm -hmm. So the two males, one is a brother to the relative and a son. And the females, one is a daughter to the woman right. and then a sister. <clears throat> so but all the four said no. We shouldn't well, they, give they any refused the antibiotics. Yes, we shouldn't give any antibiotics. And what, was the, what was the ground for that? Um, so what they said what was they that um, when the disease started, they took her to a herbalist and they were informed that she had a ball in her head. Mm. So if we give any injection in the form of intramuscular, intravenous, subcut, whatever form of injection, the woman won't make it. So we shouldn't give. We try to explain. They said no. Yes. They said no. So I took um, her daughter and sister away to a different place and then tried to speak to them that this was going on so we really need to study antibiotics. Her daughter told me that the herbalist said if the ball gets ruptured, these are the symptoms, like the signs they are going to see. So even to them, they see that their mother is getting better. So I shouldn't give any medication. Wow. So we had to go by what they said and then the next morning, Another son came to mm -hmm. the facility. He happened to be a pharmacist. So he asked us what went on when they brought. He wanted to know the state of things. And then we explained to him that this was what happened. Your um, auntie, your uncle, and your two other siblings said, we shouldn't give her the antibiotic. We didn't even hear the conversation. He said, please give the medication. He's a pharmacist. And then we gave the medication. But even with that, the woman passed away because we uh, had late. Uh, uh, slow down. Ah, Jim, <laughs> you just arrived. <laughs> right. So, so, so <laughs> the herbalist this thing came to. Yes. So when uh, they, when she right, came. so so let's give you a little background what we're talking about. We 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 we're just discussing the issue of power of attorney okay. for medical care. Okay. That if you are incapacitated one day, so that you can't take decisions regarding your health, have you appointed somebody to as say stand in the gap for you or not? And, and we're thinking that it's not a Kenyan culture uh, uh, at all. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that. even if I See. tell the person, maybe he might want to finish me off <laughs> <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> so that's why Hannah is, is bringing this up about if you leave the, the, the decision, you, you have siblings or and, and at that close, what we call first degree relatives, mm. and one sets had a, a very different once it had a very different um, 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 desire decision regarding the health of of, of their their mother and and, and and sister only for the son another son to come yeah. the, the next day who is a healthcare professional a pharmacist and then he then says what the heck woman <laughs> but but um, this this patient uh, has, has been left uh, 
medical directives. No. So why we didn't get that? Well, so there are two things here: the advanced medical directives, where you write something when you are well, healthy, and strong, clearly delineating what you want done. So that's when you write into great mm. detail. Mm. Then there's the power of attorney where you just appoint somebody or a group of people and say, I don't know the exact situations that would happen um, to, to me, but yes, if this happens to me, then I would want A, B, or I want this, this person to be the one taking the decisions for me. Mm. Uh, so this patient didn't leave anything like that. Um, without no advanced medical directive, she had not appointed anybody. So here we are. And the savior didn't come at the right time. <laughs> Sorry. I said that her savior didn't come at yeah, the, the right the time. Yeah, the person who would have taken the decision, which we as healthcare professionals would say was the right decision, yeah. he was also not part of the initial four. Yes, uh, I, I, I do understand the the, the on paper logic. Yeah. But uh, we are in the African setting and uh, to be more specific, Ghanaian setting. Mm. Uh, telling somebody that uh, in case I mean I'm not able to, I'm very very sick. Um, you should be taking the decisions. Then um, I'm sure you are very prepared not to be on the bad side of that person when you are in that state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because uh, honestly. <laughs> This is oh. a society where you are going to have surgery. You are not supposed to tell anybody yeah. until after the surgery. Oh, yes. And then you, you are healthy walking about and you are telling somebody. <laughs> that. Yes, case, what is saying is true. That one yes, could so that, 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 that worries a, 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 a lot of people, including myself. Um, <laughs> I, I so, don't so, want to so leave. Yeah, you won't be, uh, for the way you are talking, it doesn't appear that you have any advanced medical diagnosis written. It wouldn't appear that. Today I'm putting all of you on the spot. Professor says he doesn't. Uh, Hannah also says she doesn't. So I'm assuming that you also don't have. You have not appointed anybody. He won't. He, he won't. Yes, he won't. Uh, that's what I said about Hannah. He's here. <laughs> no, because the GM spoke. He won't. I told me as you. You see, even if I appoint, I'm not going to tell the person. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I point, I'm not going to tell the person. But, but yeah, we should, that's our. So we are on this side as healthcare professionals, and this story was very, very. This narrative by 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 by, by Hannah was very very frustrating for mm. us, in the sense that we. This was a very bad, I think, respiratory infection that she had. We we can't guarantee that that's, that the outcomes of anything that we do, but. Knowing that we have a choice of antibiotics, we could have offered her at the time of presentation. And then there was this no. No not coming from this woman, this woman is incapacitated. We would have assumed that she would have accepted. And then you have relatives giving us what we don't find to be reasonable explanation that a herbalist says. But you, are, you brought the person to the hospital. Why didn't you go to the herbalist then? The herbalist that you believe so much. Why did you send the person there? You brought the person to the hospital. Maybe, maybe. Yes, you want to tie our hands. Is it not the herbalist that said they should bring him to the, to her to the hospital? Okay, or they sure, themselves? I, I can't really tell. But when um, initially they said 
we shouldn't give any mm. antibiotic. So I asked them, then why did you bring her here? Mm. Her son said they came for oxygen therapy. Hey. So we should give her oxygen. Uh, they've heard, they have in their own mind, uh, their understanding of what maybe Maybe she was looking like yes. somebody who had been uh, yes. difficulty breathing. Yes, she had a difficulty breathing. So we started mm. oxygen therapy for her. Mm. That was the first thing we did. And then we wanted to serve medication. So one of the medications was, uh, uh, how do you call it? I well, with the, with, with the outcome, uh, I'm afraid, Hannah, right now you reinforce their belief because the person died. No, we gave it to her the next day about yes. four yes. times. Yes. The body yes. said if she <laughs> receives... Eventually come to pass. Yes. Giving a dog a bad name just to hang it. Uh, they delay, 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 and then eventually you agree to do something. And then the very thing that they describe will happen because there's been a delay. Yes. So actually, maybe sometimes, I don't know, you have a point. If you say, yeah, 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 But as a, as a healthcare professional, James, it's almost impossible yes. for you to take that particular stance. This, then, this squaring of the African belief, the herbal, uh, spiritual mm. um, and then the uh, orthodox medicine is a, a challenge because we can't also throw away our our um, African beliefs or or, or, or culture yeah. so you go there and and then they tell you you shouldn't do certain things then well you you, you want to carry it out to see whether you get the outcome that you desire Aha, uh-huh. so you, you, they've been to the herbalist, the herbalist says, don't take this, don't do that. Don't. Well, the herbalist didn't say, if you see her struggling for oxygen, don't give her oxygen. So for, 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 for them, which I can understand, they are in there carrying out what they actually believe. The oxygen therapy is not, it's not, it's not, it's not part of it, what the, the, the herbalist said they shouldn't do. And the herbalist is say, if you don't do it, you get instant. So, say for orthodox medicine, they, they, they are giving it time for what the herbalist said to, 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 to work through. And there's a, a spirituality to us as Ghanaians. You, you right, take right, so, orthodox medicine, you pray. So, so, so you want to eat, you, you pray. See, we're not asking, I think the whole thing, and, and this point you made just brings out even brings out more clearly the need for everybody to have that advanced medical directives or appoint people who you believe will act in your best interest. So if this patient, for example, she had expressly stated her desires had been that I want herbal medicine. If she has expressed that, then that is what is going to then, or is what ought to have been carried out mm by her power, uh, the person she has appointed as a power I, 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 I agree, but we, we started by saying these are not very Ghanaian. And yes. our beliefs makes it very difficult. So the question I asked them earlier, probably I will ask you that, so that maybe you can also be, why, why are these two things, the advanced medical directors where you write yourself, and, and then the power of attorney for medical care, where you appoint somebody to take decisions on your behalf regarding your health if you are incapacitated. Jim, why is it not common here?
what 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 are the stumbling blocks? Be, 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 because of our our beliefs, whether it's cultural, whether it's spiritual uh, uh, beliefs, because it, it, you don't even they say, don't, don't even think it. Don't pronounce that things on yourself. Then you go and then uh, you, you are not even saying, you are even writing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not even just and taking it. You know, so that is why people will not even write it. Uh, to, to digress a bit, it's the same with whales. It's not that people, people don't, people don't want to think about death. It is as if when you think about it, you are going to hasten it. You, 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 are, you are going to bring it upon yourself. So, yes, you are incapacitated. That is why we are not going to be writing and appointing uh, uh, people because we, we try and relegate it to the background. We try not to think about it. Yeah. We try to be positive and say, okay, I'm going to live to a hundred. Um, I'm, I'm going to be all well, all fit. Uh, and then one day you I'll just drop you know dead in my bed. But, 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 but GM, how I, I understand that, but we look all around us. Look at Ghana's road traffic accident, our mortality rate from RTs. That's why we pray before we make the journey. <laughs> <laughs> but boss, one thing I'm also thinking about is it looks like Ghana, let me say Ghanaians, we are too rigid to change. Looking at the change that is going on okay. around us in other parts of the world. We're too nah, slow to pick things up. It's, we are too slow. It's like we, I don't know how to put it, but even if there is something new and we know that when we go by this new thing, we are going to get more benefit or mm -hmm. it's going to give us... Improve a lot, yeah. Uh -huh. It's going to improve us. We, we won't. We still want to stick to the old things we know. Men, yes, I will giving you the right medication at the right time would have done something to keep you alive. We are a very conservative society, and, and that's what conservatism is, is about. We're, we're, we're rigid in our ways. We stick to what we know yes, rather, we than, learn rather than learn new things. And, 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 and so on and so forth. Because I'm just thinking that the examples are, are just there. These days I look at a lot of the obituaries and what a shock. Gone too soon. So we see this as, and it, it, it should, I'm thinking, it should strike us that things can happen suddenly. Because that's mm. why we write what a shock. Mm. Because it was sudden. So if, if these things can happen suddenly, then shouldn't we pause for a minute and then think, say that, okay, if something happens to me suddenly, um, um, these are the things that I would want to happen, but oh yes, I don't want it to, 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 to happen. Well, uh, yes. Uh, we, 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 we do the pause. We are going to say something like that. We start it with the self disabuse, a and we say, but you, 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 you want to 
make a, a, an example of, of something and then you, you mention somebody's name and say, hey, Tofiakwa, hey, don't, don't, don't use me as an example. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I but when the questions were going around, uh, Doc, I didn't hear your, 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 whether anybody asked you whether you have appointed somebody or to all you people. Why did you the conversation? the question. Or you two are praying about it. Right, so if putting me on the spot, I've raised my hand and say no. I, I haven't. I haven't appointed anyone as, as he, he's been about it. The power of attending for medical care uh, uh, yet, but I am I'm married, so I I that would naturally fall to to, to, to my to my wife, and and many are fine. Or I should say that I think many are fine. <laughs> I put it that way. Yes, But then you're fine. It will act rightly. But but that's 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 the thing I found. Yeah, I think was stimulated. This man's email to me stimulated a lot of the thinking. On a rational level, yes, we should we should we should we should have it. But when you take the context of us, what what we are in, then. I, I can understand why we, we we don't readily or a lot of people haven't uh, 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 have have have, have, have uh, these uh, advanced medical directives or power of attorneys uh, written down because uh, it's second nature. But we 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 you go and you stumble, you don't think anything. You stumble. Yeah, 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 I have a question. Mm. It just occurred to me that maybe we. Like, if you want to do one right now, where will you take it? Do people know that they can do these things and for the advanced medical directives? That one, you are writing about what, what you want to happen. Do people know or do we make it easy as healthcare professionals or healthcare institutions? Do we make it easy for people to come say, when they come to the OPD, they'll take it as they are filling out the form, then we will give them a form that says, here you go, advanced medical directives. Please fill it out and bring, drop it off at the hospital any 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 time. Because I, I'm just thinking that maybe we have not made it easy for those who are listening to this hashtag medicals diaries. Who I am sure, just as we took the poll here, none of us have. I'm sure everybody listening to us right now, nobody too has done it. You know, so maybe okay. So they are listening to us right now. What are they going to do? What should people do? I'm thinking the first step is the healthcare institution. So maybe medical should make it as a policy. Yes. Let's develop these advanced medical device formats and introduce it to people during the con- uh, um, 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 co- uh, registration. I'm thinking maybe that's a good step. Or will people take offense? No, I, I, they, 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 they won't. But I also hope we are not going to say, take it and uh, we, we, we want an answer now. No, I'm just saying that we'll encourage them to drop it off okay. later, mm. you know. But at least then we would have stimulated, we put a thought in their head. Mm. I'm sure some, some of them will go and say, hey, in the name of Jesus, they say, but they want to make money off me. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, they'll just chuck it. But I'm sure maybe three, four people might, might then think, 
Oh, okay. Oh, wow. this, this. <laughs> well, so let's do it. We already have four of us. And I'm sure more of the clients will. Exactly. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe that's one thing. Are, are there other things that we think people. How do we get people to change this? this? How do you get to introduce this into our culture? Well, I'm a, a, a believer in the in the, in the uh, creative industry, and okay. um, I think a lot of people do watch it. Mm. They, they, it's a reflection of our society. If you want change, so the movies and the plays. the movies, the plays. Uh, it, it should be. It no, should we be should part. write to Uncle Ibo, right? uh, You see, you see oh, the number oh, of people. He's got, he's got this great place that goes on the National Theatre. Yes, the it's number of people that go, go we there. We should give him that theme. That you should do something around the, that theme. Oh, it just okay. even introduce it. It shouldn't be the whole play, but it should be an so incident happens, happens and, and it's just a, a one scene. line. Then people say, ah, that that is also a possibility. Right. I, I think that we should, we should, we should. Yeah. The, the arts really does influence. Uh, people, it, it just doesn't let you just sing the song or start dressing in a certain way. But if you start introducing these uh, from there, I think uh, people will also start. And then we should um, also uh, stop uh, again through the arts. Yeah, he has no authority, but because I hear Wafa. Yeah. Then we start giving him that reverence yes, and, yeah. and, and, and accepting to him, to, oh to him and, 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 and all. If people start realizing that, uh, then I think they will set up. Mm. Wow. So, Hannah, when should I expect your advanced medical diet? First, tomorrow. Hey, she's 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 she's